gentlemen, and welcome back to Mom's Movie Night Podcast with your host, Daniel, and my mom, Nora. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Sorry for the long hiatus, but life happens. <laughs> well, we got a good one for you. Probably the best one for you. For sure. No guests today. It's just me and my mom, but we are happy to discuss one of our favorite films, one of my favorite films of all time, and one of the favorite films of a lot of people, especially uh, millennials that you know grew up in the early 2000s. Mm-hmm. Uh, the movie that we're going to be discussing today is Superbad, starring Michael Sarah and Jonah Hill, directed yeah. by... It's about like teen anxiety and friendship, but it is about who's getting, who's going to bang who in the end. But it's pretty funny, this movie. I love the camaraderie between Mike, Sarah, and um, Jonah Hill. Because they never even met each other before they started this movie. They kind of forced them to become friends. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Michael Sarah at the time was about 19 years old out of, out of Canada. He's yeah, Canadian. He was 18, yeah. Yeah, 18, 19. And then Jonah Hill was already in his early 20s. Yeah, he was 23. He's dude. already had like a few like acting credentials up mm-hmm. to this. But this movie is for sure the one that kind of blew up his career. Both mm-hmm. him and Michael Sarah, just because of how hilarious this movie was. Yeah, it was funny to see Michael Sarah. He's like this awkward, geeky guy. But him and... and Not as much as Fogel. Oh, yeah, but... Christopher Mintz Paz. <laughs> I love Fogo. Well, this was his and Emma Stone's um, debut feature films. They first came on in these movies, and oh, I love Fogo. And actually, Jonah Hill didn't like him. He didn't want him on the movie because he kept saying that. Since it was like his first part, he kept like going over his lines, and like Jonah Hill couldn't improvise because this guy was like sticking to the script. And mostly everybody did yeah. in this movie. They didn't really improvise a lot. Yeah. And they stuck to the to the script. And it's funny because the script was written by Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg when they were like 13 years old. Yeah. <laughs> Just to see if they could even make a movie. Yeah, because they were watching like the worst movie ever. Yeah. And they were like, and I've, I've sat through movies where I'm thinking, what the hell did I just watch for two hours, yeah. you know? Because there's some movies out there that are totally like so, so out there that you don't even get it so they decided we can do better than this shit so they went up to their his dad's um desk and started penning down this movie you know <laughs> hey man and that's cool and what's cool about it is that they've stayed like writing partners for yeah you know, to this day for the most part they have like a lot of uh really good projects that they've done together um but this movie also stars bill Hader I as one of the officers officer slater Seth Rogen is even though he's a writer, he's also in the movie. He's Officer Michaels. Officer Michaels. So the <laughs> dynamic between McLovin, Officer Slater, and Officer Michaels is yeah. like hilarious. It it's is. a great part of the movie. That's the best part because they're like they know he's underage, but yet they're like taking him on this like joyride. <laughs> yeah, but when you're watching it, you don't know if they know that he is. Yeah, right, right, you know? right. They're, they're just going with the flow, but it's so funny because... Because he shows up the ID <laughs> and he's like, told you, you know, and he's like, you know, you're a donor. <laughs> My wife made me be one and <laughs> it's just stupid. 
Make love it. I it's love like the it. most obvious fake ID, you know, <laughs> that's on there. But I, I, I like the fact that, okay, so they're like these geeks, really, that are asked to purchase... Because they found out that they were getting a fake ID. Yeah, Jules, so Jules who was Emma Stone. Yes, she's gonna be hosting a party because uh-huh. her parents are out of town, and this is all happening within like a day. Yeah, essentially, the movie starts off in the morning with Jonah Hill picking up Michael Sarah to go to school, mm-hmm. which I could relate to. Like yeah. in high school, my friends were always picking me up. Shout out to Gab, right? <laughs> he picked me up every day. To go to school like clockwork. And uh, yeah, some of the most hilarious, funniest, best conversations are always on the way to work with your homies. Mm-hmm. And so that's how this movie starts. Mm-hmm. And then they, you just see them go through like their daily motions of, uh, of going to school. Like mm-hmm. going to their classes, having... Uh, shop. And- yeah, going to, yeah, going to <laughs> shop class. Going to get like a drink before school, like at the surf. I like homic. I used to have homic. Dude, that homic <laughs> scene is one of the funniest scenes, like in movie history. Look at Jonah Hill, man. Yeah. <laughs> Where he's all complaining to the teacher. <laughs> There's only two weeks in school. Give me a fucking break. <laughs> <laughs> See, Evan, he's having the time of his life over there <laughs> with his friends. The little Asian kids. Yeah. They they make the best. Tiramisu and stuff. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's so fucking funny, man. He's like... And then they're like, go partner with Jules. Her, abs- her partner's absent today. And he's like, okay, I'll give her a shot. All right. I'll give her a shot. Okay. It's like the best thing I'll that happened make to another shot. today. <laughs> <laughs> and then you just see him like flirting with her and a claim for. And it's just really cool seeing her, like, you know, in this role. Yeah. Now, apparently she, um, she really had to keep it together because... They oh, were yeah, just I'm making sure. her laugh all the time. And well, I'm sure just the set with all those mm-hmm. funny people was just hilarious mm-hmm. to be around. Even in the director's commentary, they do like a really good job as far as like having all of them like do the director's commentary. Yeah. And they can't even kind of go through, go that through it without laughing so much. <laughs> well, this is the first movie ever to use the word finger fuck in it. Wow, Isn't that Mom, weird? <laughs> right out of the gates, huh? That's where you're gonna start well, Ciro said he had a, that this movie had 187 F words in this movie, and Scarface only had 182. <laughs> That's so they were proud of that. But yeah. guess who had the most? Casino. Oh, Casino. Casino yeah. and Joe all Pesci, those Joe yo. Pesci, yeah. All those F words, F bombs. He had like over 300. <laughs> that's a long movie too I could believe it <laughs> I love Bill Hader his performance in this movie was awesome you know what he reminded me of when, when he goes and crashes the party after they call the cops and whatever and oh no the cops are here yeah and then, <laughs> <for> the door. <laughs> and then um, he starts throwing all the kids out and then he starts fucking dancing drinking and dancing yeah drinking and dancing and he's only like getting down yeah. he reminded me of the character he plays with in Tropic Thunder when he's dancing with Les oh yeah when they're dancing <laughs> he does the same little steps and he looks so cool I love that I love that and apparently after this movie he was offered a bunch of cop roles but yeah. he didn't necessarily want to do it yeah he was gonna get typecast for 
and he was getting a bunch of police police characters and he's like oh hell no hell no no man he's he's gone on to do some great things too man mm-hmm. he's like even though he's you know obviously known for saturday night live and you know a lot of these small parts especially this one he's a great actor in general i heard that barry's pretty good barry is a great show yeah. we finished watching it and it's dramatic mm-hmm. it's hilarious um, but he definitely shows like his wide mm-hmm. acting skills, and he's just overall a great, talented person. Yeah. But hilarious! Oh my God, his impersonations—you <laughs> can't <laughs> deny his impersonations and how yeah. good he is. So even though he Emperor Palpatine, when they're like you must die, where they're like playing fucking yeah <laughs> with the with the lights yeah in inside the car. The car. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he's really good. They're both real good. Yeah, man, his lightsabers. <laughs> <laughs> yes. No, but um, uh, Mark, uh, Seth's real father, Seth Rogen's real father comes out in this movie, Mark Rogen. He he appears as the bat-wielding um, dad when Seth and, um, and Fogel are fleeing from the cops and they, you know how they run into those little girls and the dad comes out with a bat and he's running after them. That's Seth's Rogan's real father. And then, um, yeah, but she didn't break out to what, 2010? Yeah, a little bit later. Mm-hmm. And then you also have uh, Dave Franco, right? Mm-hmm. Who was on there. He's like, <laughs> on the soccer field. The guy who peed his pants. Yeah. <laughs> People don't forget. <laughs> He's such an asshole. <laughs> Jonah Hill, oh my god. Well, when they move his car, remember? Oh, but I hated the part where they bully him and they spit in his face, man. That was fucking hardcore, dude. Yeah, man. That was pretty bad. Dealing with bullies like that, that was Yeah, suck. fucking bullies everywhere. Fucking assholes. But what was your favorite scene in this movie? Well, there's a lot of them, but... There's so many, but yeah, like I said, like that home ex scene, I, I thought it was like really funny. Or when he's going to go buy the liquor at the liquor store, where they get off the bus... And then they're going to go and they impound Jonah Hill's car because he parked in the teacher's parking lot. So yeah. they have to take the bus and then they go to Michael Sarah's house so that he can change. <laughs> right. And then and he's he changes like, into his dad's like, clothes. Don't you have any normal people's clothes? All these baby clothes. Baby gap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, so then, yeah, so then they go to the shopping store or whatever. And that's where like Fogel works. And then he, they see him in his vest, and he's like, take that shit off. You look like Aladdin. <laughs> but anyway, but the, the, the scene where he's, Jonah Hill's like, fuck this. I'll go, I'll go there, and I'll get it. And they do, yeah. like, that little, um, it's like this different scenes of yeah, him of, like, touch. all the different yeah. scenarios that can happen. Yeah, when he tells that lady, when he's trying to fucking bribe the lady to buy him liquor. Yeah. Oh, man. Just, yeah, I like that, too. But my all-time favorite scene was the period blood on the leg scene. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, that's a great scene, That too. was hilarious. And this is actually based on a real incident that um, Seth had. A friend of his happened. It happened in high school at a high school dance. But they spotted the blood after the dance. But when Seth is doing oh, man, that's the scene when they're like, what's that? It's like, what's what? They're like that. And then the guy touches it and he even goes like this on his fingers like he rubs it he goes oh man that's blood and he starts like and then jonah starts gagging like oh you know yeah no, that's <laughs> disgusting and i 
watched this movie several times, but this last time that we watched it yeah. was the first time I noticed that the owner of the house, the period girl's boyfriend, actually has a spot on his leg, too. Oh, yeah. He's like, like, oh, we're, she... we're blood brothers. <laughs> <laughs> she says it all nervously. <laughs> no, yeah. The part where, he, like, the, the guy, like, I touches noticed. it. And uh-huh. he's like, oh, what is that? What is this? Like, and he's, like, touching yeah. it. And then he, like, put rubs it on his friend's shoe. He's like, oh. He's like, and then the part where he's like, I've never seen anything like that before in my life. <laughs> the way that guy sounds is just one of those things that probably stuck with me just the way and he said And then they it. get everybody to come check it out, and he's all embarrassed. <laughs> Yeah, so one of the favorite scenes, like I said, when he goes to the store and <clears throat> he sees the old lady and he's like, you dropped your purse, ma'am. Would you like me to help you with your groceries? And she's like, that would be lovely, young man. Would you like to buy, would you like me to buy you alcohol? And he's like, that would be lovely. <laughs> <laughs> he's just moving his arms. And then she's like cashing out the register. She's like, Seth is like, enjoy your remaining years. And the old lady's like, Enjoy fucking jewels. He's like, I will. <laughs> it's just stupid. <laughs> yeah, man. That's probably one of my favorite scenes. <laughs> but a lot, what the great thing about this fucking movie is that it's so, like, there's so many scenes that are just so relatable and, yeah. like, um, quotable as mm-hmm. well. It's kind of like the Step Brothers one where it's just, like, so many memorable quotes one <laughs> after another. Chicka 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 yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah man, just ridiculous. I love Fogo. He's so funny. When when he asks the cops, "Can I shoot your gun?" and they're like, "Sure." Yeah. And then he gets it all. Break yourself, fool! <laughs> <laughs> it's just like shooting it. Yeah man. <laughs> That's funny. What was your favorite scene? That period scene. Oh yeah, that was. That disgusting. period scene, and then um. When Slater um, busted out Van Halen's Panama while he was doing donuts on the squad car, um, that looked like that was hater. That was in the moment. That was improv. But again, Judd Apatow got pissed at him because he goes, "You know how much that move, that song's gonna cost?" Because <laughs> they didn't have. Well, they had to get the rights for it, yeah, and yeah, it yeah. turned out to be a lot of money. How much? Um, it turned out to be more money than. All the songs that they used on their next movie, which was Adventureland. Oh, that one was terrible. <laughs> Actually, that movie was on earlier today. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Which one is it? I don't recall. It has um, Kristen Stewart from Twilight and the kid from Social Network that plays Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're in it, and they work like at an amusement park, okay. like a Western playland. I think yeah, Ryan yeah. Reynolds is in it, too. Yeah, so that movie... Anyway, yeah, but yeah, he was like, you know how much that movie's going to cost? And he got all mad at him. Worth it. <laughs> Worth it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But um, <laughs> when they ask him, uh, when they're looking at, uh, they catch, you know, McLovin and they have, the cops are there and, you know, they're doing the report and they're interviewing him for the first time and he's like just getting up and being knocked out, right? And they're like asking him like, how old are you, McLovin? He's like, uh, old enough. <laughs> like, old enough for what? He's like, to party. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. So, yeah, the movie, uh, there was no alcoholic beverage companies allowed. No, none of the alcohol beverage companies allowed their brands to be uh, used in the movie. So the characters all had um, 
They drank alcoholic beverages with no actual branding on them. And even when Jules' friend asked Seth to buy her some of that Kyle's Killer Lemonade instead of Mike's Heart Lemonade. Yeah. And then Becca asked for that Gold Slick Vodka. Instead of Gold Schlager. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But you know Gold Schlager when you see it. <laughs> yep. I remember the first time I gave it to your uncle. Oh. He kept ordering fucking shots of it because he wanted a shit gold bricks. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. But, um, yeah, this movie's cool, man. Or when Michael had to sing that song in the upstairs. These eyes. <laughs> boom, 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 cry every night. And then the other guys are all there, like, all getting into it. Doing cocaine and getting all on their feels. <laughs> These eyes. Boom, boom, boom. They're all, like, singing Oh, along. but the penis drawings <laughs> were the best. I mean. Oh, wow. They were all done by sure co-writer Evan Goldberg's brother, David. He drew like a thousand of them, but only a fraction of them made it to the movie because the fucking, the studio legal team had to okay every single one of them that appeared in Dude, the film. Dude, those drawings were so fucking funny. Weren't they? I mean, they were just so out there. It's political. Like, political and, and like... just like... The, the funny, farmer and the wife, the picture, you know. Yeah, just, dude, like, just hilarious. Just so... Like, just the fact that he thought of all those different scenarios <laughs> to put a dick in them. It was Wasn't brilliant, it funny? dude. Yeah, it's it like, was just like, God darn, it was funny. Comedy gold, man. Yeah, for sure. Those were and then funny. they do like the montage at the end with like the rolling credits. <laughs> and it's even better, you know what I mean? They're like, you know that they were you know that they had to go through so many pictures just to choose the ones that they put on the movie. Yeah, because they were, imagine, they like, were all afraid. the ones that yeah. they didn't put on there. Yeah, and how right. Because they were like well. thinking, well, what if a little girl sees that? You know, like. Well, it's... just like the <laughs> movie, you know, when Jonah Hill's telling his story of like why he hates Becca and he has to go through like his, uh, you know, flashback kind of when he was telling him about, like, his obsession with dicks in the first uh-huh, place, uh-huh. you know? And then how he, like, dropped the paper and, you know, she picked it up and they were, like, in yeah. elementary school. Yeah, and you see the little hands? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, that would be terrible. Yeah. So, yeah, I like the I like the penis drawings. Those were freaking awesome. They were just so well drawn <laughs> with hairy balls and all. It was so Jesus. funny. <laughs> In all the different scenarios, army, war, uh, politics, just, oh man, just everything. And then he's just like, when Seth is just like telling him the story, and he's like, you know how many foods are shaped like dicks? The best kinds. <laughs> <laughs> and I just thought of that the other day because I ate a churro. Uh-huh. I ate a churro that had like a, like a, like cookie fucking frosting kind of yeah. dripping from it. And I was like... <laughs> Shaped like a dick. (laughs) That's kind of food, man. Yeah, that scene where where, um, Evan and Becca are in the bed and Becca's all fucked up. They actually did down a bunch of orange flavored vodka for that scene. Really? Yeah, so they were pretty buzzed when they did it. And then uh, Michael, he said that he thought the scene is better for that because, yeah, they were pretty tipsy. Because you can tell they are. Mm-hmm. I could tell because you, you can't... Either that or they're being really good actors. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. 
But yeah, and then when, oh man, just when Seth sees all the beer, when he's going downstairs and wants to wash his pants off and sees all the beer in their fridge, what does he do? He goes and empties the fucking big old jug containers of fucking laundry detergent. Yeah. And then there he is filling them up with beer. In reality, if that would have really happened, the fucking beer would have foamed up so badly, he would, he would never have been able to fucking carry that shit because it would have just sizzled. Well, one, it's a movie. And yeah. then two, it's hilarious because everyone's mouth was like turning like blue <laughs> at the party. I bet it tasted like shit too, but oh, nobody yeah, cared. probably did. Yeah, those fucking teenagers did <laughs> like, fuck. Yeah, we, teenage, we as teenagers tried a bunch of stupid shit and it didn't matter yeah man and like to think how much booze they took for how many people were at that party and you know what about that alcoholic shit i could have sworn it was miller beers in that fucking refrigerator it definitely looked like the champagne of beers (laughs) you know if they want to admit it or not and that's what seth rogan said on one of the one of the podcasts or something that fucking alcohol um those beverage companies they fucking kill and and fucking you know addict all these people yet they don't want to fucking you know be in a movie you know what i mean yeah i know it's like come on how can they actually have an opportunity to like promote their product (laughs) they're gonna not do it but regardless this movie is really funny it is do you want to say how much the movie made yeah, uh, this movie had a budget of seventeen point five to almost twenty million, but it made a hundred and seventy million worldwide, dude. Hundred and seventy, bro. That's fucking cool. And what's so cool about it was that they didn't jump to like the opportunity to make like a super bad two. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Right. Like they fucking. Just let it be. They just yeah. let it fucking and this is age. and it was funny because this was actually a CD that you actually owed, didn't you? Oh, own DVD. It? Yeah, a DVD. I yeah. It. yeah, I had it on DVD. <laughs> yeah. So which is great because the DVD commentary is just even it's funnier. Funnier, yeah, it's great because they're always like cussing and then Judd Apatow he like has his daughter on the DVD like commentary uh-huh. and he's like trying to tell the guys like, all right guys, she's here with me like try not to cuss or whatever and then sure enough they just start cussing and he gets all angry and he has to like he leaves the commentary and they're like making fun of him like who brings your daughter on a dvd commentary <laughs> but um but yeah man so i was actually glad it's one of the prized possessions that i still yeah. have that i'm glad i had it in a box that somewhere detroit so, rock city <laughs> that, yeah, that one too, that's a great one so yeah. that one was really cool um but we're gonna go ahead and do a celebrity net worth for the two stars of this film. Okay. We're gonna go ahead and do Jonah Hill. I forgot Jonah Hill. Michael Sarah. I know we said Jonah Hill the last time when we did that movie with Eddie Murphy, but I don't remember. I don't remember, dude. I don't remember if we did. I don't think we did. But that being said, Jonah Hill, how much is he worth? I say thirty million. He is worth seventy million dollars. Wow! Yeah, that's good. Good right. for him. What is about? Is he married? Yeah. Um, huh? Jonah Hill? No, yeah, I think he is. Okay. What about Michael Sarah? Oh man, I love him, and he's been in a lot of like he was in 
Arrested Development, right? Yes. So that's was. still yes, that's is. still airing in. So he's probably making royalties out of that. Uh, I don't know, man, because like with the whole streaming thing. Uh huh. Yeah, you know, people like, can watch it anywhere. anywhere yeah, and it's not did. like on syndicate anymore. Yeah. Like they just have it on. So yeah. that's what a lot of the strike is about right now. Mm-hmm. What's going on is kind of keeping like a lot of movies. Uh, TV shows and pro- like stopping mm-hmm. production. Yeah. So, but anyways, how much do you think he's worth? I would say, Michael. Um, let's do thirty million. Very close. He's actually worth twenty million dollars. Wow. But that's good. Good for them. Uh, yeah, Jonah Hill, forty years old. Wow. And then. Uh, Michael Sarah is thirty five, so still they still young. have a they're long, still yeah, yeah. And Jonah Hill, man, he's still doing a lot in regards to. Um, he he does a lot of art. He even he's directed his movie, uh, which was you know mid nineties, which mm-hmm. was a great film. I related a lot to it, and, uh, and Michael Sarah is kind of coming back in terms of. Uh, Kind of like a resurgence of his career and stuff. I think he was just in that Barbie movie. Was he? I think so. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. So, yeah. I mean, these guys are still going to be around for a while. Um, but it's cool that um, like a lot of these guys end up making movies together. They keep, they keep sticking together, which is kind of cool. Yeah. And I think a lot of that has to do with just like their friendships outside mm-hmm. of like their business professional yeah. relationships. Mm-hmm. So I think it's just really cool and really funny. These guys are obviously very talented and hilarious. So pretty much a lot of stuff that they do, I'll definitely be, uh, you know, following and stuff for, real? for sure. Yeah. And the soundtrack to this is pretty good too. There's a lot of good jams, but how would you go ahead and uh, rate this movie? Man? Oh, this one I rated a good... I rated a five. Yeah. It's that good. You have to. You can't yeah. rate it anything less than a five. Uh-huh. Hilarious movie. Very. One of my all-time favorite classics. Mm-hmm. And in a lot of the new lists of like top 100 comedies of all time, mm-hmm. ever since like the... You know, past the millennium, mm-hmm. including the 2000s movies. A lot of lists have this as number one. Yeah, yeah. And I think for good reason, because it's really funny. It is, considering it's a teen movie, but I I read that that was one of the reasons that they wanted to do this, um, Michael and, and Jonah Hill, because they hated teen movies at the time, that they, the ones that were out there. And um, they really... Thought, yeah, man, they really liked the script and everything, and they thought, fucking Jonah Hill really fought hard for this role. He was twenty three, and they thought he was too old. But when he auditioned, he fucking nailed it. It was so funny that they said, "Yep, he got it. He's gonna be the man." Yeah, man, I'm <laughs> glad he did because he makes the movie. Mm-hmm. Like he's the lead in this movie. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like he's the one that's cracking. Probably all the jokes that He's are... He's the one getting into trouble as far as... um. Yeah, his character definitely drives the story and the narrative. Yeah. You know, and... At the very end, when he takes... Sarah... How many times did he get hit by a car in this movie? <laughs> Three? <laughs> <laughs> Two for sure. The cop car and then the other guy. At least. But um, when he's carrying him home... <laughs> yeah. And then yeah, he snaps out of it and he goes, Oh, 
you saved me. And then they're at home eating their little uh, fucking pockets. What are they? Not the hot pockets, the little... Uh, like pizza, the pizza yeah, bites. Yeah, the pizza bites. <laughs> and then he's like, I love you. You're my best friend. Boop, boop, boop. <laughs> <laughs> and it's over the nose. And they're yeah, like, man. I can say it. I love you too. And oh, it's this buddy, buddy movie. It's so funny, man. And that's one of the things is like, like they're not going to be, their life is going to change essentially yeah, when they go to college. Yeah, they're going to different colleges and And it's going to be rough because they're not going to be around each other as much. And that's always the shitty part. You know, I, I mm-hmm. remember when a lot of my friends ended up leaving out of town mm-hmm. and staying in the cities where they went to college at. And it was, you know. But you guys still hang out, you know, when they're in town. Yeah, Not for as sure. much, but still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, it's it's like that. It changes. Yeah. You know, people have to, like, grow up. And mm-hmm. that's, like, one of the parts of it. But you could tell that their relationship was yeah, really special sure. and stuff. <laughs> boop, boop, boop. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, it's a good movie, guys. Highly recommend it. I'm pretty sure most of you have seen it, but if you, you should see it again. Yeah, if you haven't seen it, watch it again. If you can get your hands on a DVD, watch the DVD commentary. Mm-hmm. Uh, just very funny movie. <laughs> we really appreciate you all for listening. Yes. And uh, like I said, we'll be more consistent within the next couple of weeks. Yes. Uh, and uh, keep an eye out for the list of season four movies. Season four, my goodness. Yeah, so Damn. up to this point, we've, uh, for the podcast, have finished 60 episodes, wow. meaning 60 movies, not including all the podcasts that we've done, and you just think of all the movies of Mom's Movie Night that we've done prior to the point that we even started a podcast. I about. know, man. We're talking years, like yeah. four or five years back. Damn. Yeah. We watch a lot of movies, son. That's awesome. We probably (laughs) hit maybe at least 200, maybe. Maybe more. Well, yeah. Because we were watching one every week for years. Yeah. So, yeah. We got to keep it going. Yeah, it's crazy. There's so many more out there. (laughs) We'll see. There's plenty of good stuff out there, guys. Keep watching. Keep listening. And we'll see you next time. Thank you, guys. Bye. Ciao. Gangsters, what's up, guys? I was just walking down the hall, and uh, Nicola was right in front of me. She was wearing these tight white pants with this black G-string. And you could see right through the pants, man. It was so sweet.